Welcome to the Roaring Twenties Podcast. I am your host, Peter Torres. Happy Friday, not Thursday, delayed a day to those who follow me on Instagram. The boy was a little bit tired yesterday. I've been hitting legs, you know, with sore legs, didn't get a lot of sleep the day before. I said, you know what? I'm for the people. It's 1230 in my apartment right now, but I said, screw it. You know, still got to rip an episode. Still some people reaching out saying, yo, you got to drop an episode for Friday. Obviously, I had to do it for the people because, you know, I did not want to quit on this podcast for a week. I didn't want to delay anything. Again, it's once a week. Only once a week. You know, I love putting out content and this is for the people. So hope everyone's had a solid, solid productive week, whether it comes from work, whether it comes from going to the gym, eating right. I know I've had a good productive week for the most part. Um, happy belated Martin Luther King Day to those that celebrate, obviously, which should be everyone. But, you know, some companies don't feel as that way in terms of the Martin Luther King. Thankfully, um, this is the first time I had Martin Luther King Day off. I didn't have it off back in my old job. Now, the new job, you know, stock market's closed. We're rocking. We're, 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 t- we're taking a day off for MLK. That's the boy. So um, good productive week so far. I'm glad I'm getting the podcast in. I know it's 1230. I'm trying to get my energy up. You know, I'm a little bit tired, but you know what? We hang in there. We get the content for the people. We got a few things to cover. I got a few what's chattings this week. I got a few and I have one be real for the week. Um, I want to hone in on, you know, the the item of grocery shopping in your 20s, especially if you're in, in, in New York and just the dynamic of eating day by day. In New York is a little bit different than uh, from when I, when we're home when I've been home I'm back on Long Island. I am going home this weekend. I'm gonna enjoy uh, you know some family time. I haven't seen my family since Christmas. Excited to hug my mom and my dad and my brother. Always good to see those people. The people being my family, so <laughs> looking forward to it. And all right, let's uh, let's get into the episode. Before we get into this episode, this episode is brought to you by GiveWell. When you give to charity, how much impact will your donation actually have? This question can be hard, if not impossible, to answer. Most charities can't tell you on how good your money will be used or how good it will accomplish. You may know it could be theoretically help a cause, but how? Or more importantly, how much? If you want to help people living in poverty with evidence-backed, high-impact charities, I recommend you check out GiveWell. GiveWell spends over 40,000 hours each year researching charitable organizations and only directs funding to a few of the highest impact evidence rate, evidence-backed opportunities they found. Over 100,000 donors have given has used Goodwill and over more than $1 billion. Rigorous evidence suggests that these donations will save over 150,000 lives and improve the lives of millions more. That's a lot of freaking lives, people. And using GiveWell's research is free. GiveWell wants as many donors as possible to make informed decisions about high-impact giving. They publish all of their research and recommendations on their site for free, no sign-up required. They allocate your tax-deductible donation to the charity or fund you choose without taking a cut. Go to GiveWell.org to find out more or to make a donation. That's go to GiveWell.org to find out more or to make a donation. All right, let's get into the episode. Hit it. Oh, yeah. Don't wanna be 
excited had a long productive week i kicked my ass at the gym kicked my butt at work being productive being on top of my stuff had a had a year-end review technically for only about three months for my new job went all well things were good um good conversations obviously my manager you know they're not able to go that detailed into only about two three months of worth of work but they said i'm on a good track they got they said i got good potential so Say love you. We'll keep on. We'll keep on pushing through. So let's get into the episode. I, I do want to start off. We'll start off with the be real segment um, first because I have a few more who's who's chattings before I get into the grocery shopping in terms of your twenties. So this past weekend, I know I mentioned I did dry January. This was the first and only singular day. I will be continue with dry January for the rest of the month. However. This past weekend was a very special occasion, so I had an incredible brunch with my high school friends, good catching up with some people. It was quite an eventful day, typical you know, chaotic brunch scene. I am alive. I don't remember a good chunk of it after the brunch, but you know what? That's what happens. You know, it just ebbs and flows, and you just don't know what's going to happen when all those mimosas hit you. Mom, I'm sorry if you're listening, but... We pushed through. Everything went well, I think. And, you know, we, it was good catching up with everyone. It was just, you know, just got a little hairy at the end, but you know, that, that, that's what happens in New York. So, however, dry January is in full, full swing. I'll add a couple extra days, maybe in an extra week in February. We'll see what happens, but I am feeling good. I am replenished from that, that, that brunch. I will say my be real of the week though. Is I know I'm getting older. These hangovers are starting to get worse and worse. And I think it might have to do with my lack of drinking for two weeks, three weeks prior to that, being that I was dry throughout the whole month until that day. Because I think it just hit harder. When we were in college, we used to be able to drink, you know, two, three days a week. And you know, be able to get back up on our feet and just, you know, go to class or for my, for my case, go to practice. So back in the day, I I think, you know, the longevity of being able to, you know, drink as much as we were able to drink, you know, as you're getting older, everyone says, you know, past the age of 25 and I'm, you know, getting close to 26. So that kind of sucks, but you know, my be real of the week is just that hangovers are getting really, really worse now. They, and, and now I'm starting to feel it. Like I've started to take liquid IVs, Pedialyte. I've never done those things ever in my life before. And now I like have to have one in order to be able to feel a little bit better about myself. So my be real of the week, hangovers are getting not good. I mean, I woke up the next day, obviously hung over the next day. It happens. That's, that's a normal, you know, I enjoy the day. Just watch football, watch the Giants get a huge win over the Vikings. But I was dead. I was on the couch for most of the day. As And, and again, I talk about that in the past, and I say, you know, that I wasted a day of my life. 
It's okay. Still got my 10,000 steps in for that day eventually. Probably counting some from, you know, later on in the night. But, you know, still 10K for the day in a 24-hour span. Still counts. Um, So, yeah, I mean, and then it, what the worst part was the second day, though. That's the part where I'm like, I'm still groggy, still feeling it from that Saturday. And that's when it's starting to hit me that, you know, these hangovers are starting to get worse and worse. Now, I think that accommodates, obviously, that's something that's probably, I don't even know if it's like a science thing. But I'm sure as you get older, when you have kids and you have a wife, you know, you're not drinking as frequently as as to when you were, you know, ages 20 to 23. And that that I think that, you know, if it becomes routine, obviously, it's a problem when you're older. You don't want it to be like that. But my be real is just that, you know, hangovers are getting worse and worse as we get older, which sucks. But some some suggestions, obviously. Carbohydrates, electrolytes, water, Advil, you know the whole nine. And it's going to take time. Uh, showers obviously help. Trying to move around, trying to go for a walk and pushing through, things like that. Those are things that help with hangovers. And, and um, you know, again, it's just something to notice that, you know, and again, that, that does give me a little bit of a turnoff in terms of, you know, going crazy and drinking you know excessive amounts like it doesn't necessarily have to be that much and you know putting a limit on yourself you'll probably thank yourself for not just the day after but the two days after like this the second day after you know within this within the you know 48 hour span will help you a little bit more to be more productive god forbid if you drink a day before you have to work or like a sunday or things like that you know i'm I'm slowly starting to shift away from that but you know where i've after last week, I took note. I said, "Okay, these hangovers are getting a little bit worse. We can't, we can't be going as crazy as what we used to." Which is like kind of a sad reality, but it's a reality that's probably for the better. So that's my be real of the week. Uh, let me get into my who's chatting of the week. My who is chatting, Peter? Tell him who is chatting this week. Let me tell you who's chatting: the New York Football Giants and football in general. Is chatting this week, this Saturday divisional round, Saturday and Sunday, and also shout out to the Buffalo Bills. If you're from New York, I know most of the listeners here are New Yorkers, and honestly, who doesn't love the Buffalo Bills? Buffalo is a beautiful city. I got friends in Buffalo. I got people that care about them. Those fans are out of control. However, last time I checked, the New York Football Giants have won two Super Bowls within the last twenty years, and the Bills have won zero. So, do I feel like I'm a little bit spoiled as as a Giant fan? Yes. Have I been tortured the last five years as a Giants fan? Yes. So, I don't know how I feel. I'm optimistic of this weekend. I know the Giants are playing the Phillies. Phillies, oh my gosh. I'm sucking baseball. Not the Phillies. The Eagles. The Giants are playing the Eagles. I know this isn't a sports podcast, but you know, if you're from New York, you obviously have some word of mouth that the New York Giants are in the divisional round of the, of, uh, the NFL playoffs. Um, their game is at Saturday at eight thirty, I believe. Danny Dimes and Saquon Barkley in the backfield. So, the New York Football Giants are chatting right now. Got a huge win in Minnesota last week. I'm excited for them. I'm excited to you know, my Giants energy is coming back slowly. You know, I've kind of lost that energy, and obviously that a lot of that energy has shifted to the New York Mets. Um, so I've 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 
now it's nice to see, you know, I'm rooting for another franchise. Obviously the Islanders have had good successful runs, but in terms of my fandom energy, you know, that that's a little bit more on the bottom tier, but the giants are pretty much are up there. You know, my dad is a passionate giants fan. They he's installed that into us for uh, quite some time, even though I do think Eli Manning is a little bit overrated. That's uh, you know, just a hateful New York, New York sports fan. That's used to that. But again, I like what the Giants are doing right now. Football in general is back. The New York Giants are in the playoffs. The Eagles are in the playoffs. The Cowboys are in the playoffs. A lot of East Coast, a lot of NFC East, a lot of powerful um, fan bases. San Francisco 49ers, all good football brands. And the Buffalo Bills, obviously, you know, there are some bandwagon Bills fans that I've I've noticed. You know, I, I will root for Buffalo from the side, but I'm not exactly like a hardcore Buffalo fan, but I understand their torture. I always recognize fans that have been tortured in sports from my fandom of the Mets, and I know they made the World Series in 2015, but that doesn't really count because they didn't really win. If they won that World Series, my stress would probably be a lot less in terms of with the Mets. But I understand what it's like being a miserable franchise for and a laughing stock. And being the bottom of a joke and, you know, never having the full representation, you know, of New York, being that Buffalo is technically the only team that does play in the state of New York. But football in general and the New York football giants, those boys are chatting this week. And let me tell you that I'm excited. I'm excited for this weekend. Going to go home this weekend. Going to probably watch the game somewhere, somehow with my brother. Wherever the case may be, I know it's just, you know, you remember those important games and where you watch those games. So, them boys are chatting. Um, who else is chatting? My beard. My beard is chatting right now. Um, I I have started to... I, see, I suck at beards. I always clean shave. However, I think I'm going to let it ride a little bit right now. I've been shaving my neck. I know, Mom, if you're listening, I know she hates when I grow out my beard because it's never really in full form. It's kind of nappy, honestly. But I'm going to try and see. I'm going to grow it out a little bit. Let's see what happens if we can go from there. So my beard is chatting right now. I I, I have been shaving my neck a little bit. I want to see if maybe could shape it up, make it look you know somewhat presentable. So we'll see where it goes from there. But yeah, my beard, my my beard is my beard's chatting. My beard's chatting this week. I haven't shaved in a, in a bit. But we'll let it rock. I think I think we'll let it rock for now. That was a quick who's chatting. But now let's get into the main subject. Pete, tell them who's chatting. Peter, tell them who is chatting. Let me tell you who's chatting. Grocery shopping is chatting. I went grocery shopping on Martin Luther King Day. And boy, that was the biggest mistake I, pr- I could have possibly made. Because I think everyone and their mother from Midtown East went to the Trader Joe's on 59th Street. If you know, you know. Shout out to Trader Joe's on 59th Street. That is a wonderful shopping facility right next to TJ Maxx, too, which is great. You can get your clothes. You can get your food right next to each other. That's awesome. But, man, there was way too many people there. And I never understand when people say that they would flirt or like they would they're like i'm trying to find my wife or my husband and while i'm grocery shopping bro when i'm grocery shopping i got my headphones in i'm locked in it's game seven of the world series i'm getting my shit and getting out i'm ripping through each aisle let me do a little pan around let me see what's going on and i'm getting my shit and i'm getting on that line asap i ain't trying to spend no time there trader joe's um but I wanted to talk about, you know, what grocery shopping is like in New York City in general. And then obviously a transition of, you know, in your 20s when you're moving out and, you know, if, for the people maybe in the younger 20s that aren't like 
they aren't relying on their parents to buy them food from the grocery store um, or BJ's or anything like that. You know, I, I, eventually there's going to be some transition where you got to buy your own shit. Obviously, you have that in college. But for now, I mean, living in the city, it's a whole different world. So let me talk about where are the options in New York City to go grocery shopping. So you got Trader Joe's to start. I do love Trader Joe's. And you know what's funny is that I never bought Trader Joe's or my parents never. We didn't have a Trader Joe's close to us at all. I think we the closest one was maybe like 25, 30 miles. Why would they do that? They got meat farms. They got stop and shop. They got King Cullen. I don't even know if King Cullen exists anymore, but they had those right near each other. So that's what who we were rocking with. They didn't have Trader Joe's. And I know Trader Joe's, I felt like Trader Joe's is more of just like their specialty items that are just like, like orange chicken or like walnut shrimp or like some specific things that were like only you can get at Trader Joe's. I think the ones in the city are pretty basic standard grocery stores. There's nothing too crazy about them in terms of like their specific, obviously they have similar products and it's Trader Joe's brand, but you know, I don't really, I don't really notice a difference. Like I got a big ass bag of pirate booty from Trader Joe's. It literally is pirate pirate booty, but the only difference is it has a Trader Joe's label on it. So something like that, for example, but let me tell you, Trader Joe's, I mean, for the most part, I've been to two in the city. The one by me on 59th is, it is pretty new for the most part, and it is solid, I will say. Now, when I went on Monday, the line was wrapped around the entire store. They had a guy holding a, a, a pole that was 12 feet long, 12, 15 feet long, with a little flag, like he was like the head of a castle or something, and it says, line starts here. I look at where the I look at where this guy is standing. He is standing all the way on the other side of the store from where the the line starts. So, me, you know, you know me. I, I mean, mostly I just I got my I anyone who got me on actual be real. I'm always having my headphones in. Got my headphones in, listening to my podcasts or whatever. Maybe even the Roaring Twenties podcast, but music podcast, whatever. I'm ripping through every single aisle. I'm trying to get in and out. I'm like. I'm not a huge list guy. I did have a list prepared, but I do like to go and peruse down each aisle to see maybe if I go, oh, maybe I need that. Oh, maybe I need that. Oh, maybe that would be nice to get. So I will say Trader Joe's is pretty solid, though, for the most part. The produce is good, and it's relatively cheap. And I'm going to tell you why it's relatively cheap, because I know for a feeling that, you know, my dad says that Trader Joe's, he's like, you know, Trader Joe's is not cheap. He thinks Trader Joe's is expensive, which I understand, but this is New York City where everything's flip-flopped. You know, everything is so goddamn expensive in the city. But in the grocery shopping world, I feel that Trader Joe's is actually one of the cheapest. So for me, Trader Joe's is the best grocery shopping op- option um, that they got in New York City. So now I think I, I think I got my Trader Joe's spiel out. Next option we got, we got Whole Foods. Whole Foods is okay. I feel like the quality of the food is very good. You can get a lot of different stuff. We we go there for hot food for work all the time. I got I had one right near my old office. I got one right near my new office. They they purposely know where to put Whole Foods in terms of the corporate corporate offices because you could just go in and just get hot food right away. So in terms of grocery shopping though. I don't really like grocery shopping there that much. The quality of the food is good. Don't get me wrong, but you're going to spend a fortune where 
you know, I, I, I mean, again, it, 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 there's specific niches, whether you're like vegan or keto or like, I'm sure they got all that shit there, but whole foods not, I mean, I never went there that much as a kid either. When I was growing up, it was stop and shop meat farms. Shout out to meat farms on Long Island. Uncle Giuseppe's, if my family was feeling fancy, because Uncle Giuseppe's, shout out Uncle Giuseppe's from Long Island. They have insane quality foods, but again, you're going to pay your price. Like, it's expensive. So my family wasn't going there on the regular. Um, But Stop and Shop was the go-to. BJ's was the go-to. Costco was the go-to. We bought in bulk. Um, Stop and Shop was typically the way to go. Um, In college, I would grocery shop at Walmart. Um, We never did that growing up, but in college, you know, it was cheaper. I'm not trying to spend bills on on groceries, but um, Whole Foods is Whole Foods is pretty expensive. But you know, again, the quality of the food is very good. But and I got one, I got one right by. I actually have one closer to my apartment, and I actually walk two blocks two blocks and one avenue more to get to Trader Joe's. That's how much I prefer Trader Joe's over Whole Foods. So that's the second option. Third option, you got Morton Williams. Now, obviously, people that don't live in the city have no idea what a Morton Williams is. Morton Williams is like, I don't know how to explain it. It's basically like a stop and shop or like a normal grocery shop or like a shop, right? It's like just like a normal grocery store, normal produce, normal, all the, all the, you know, branded cereals like Oreo. Like that's where if you want your like your go to American snacks like Oreos goldfish like trader joe's has their own thing whole foods has their own thing like this is like a grocery store where you could get you know ben and jerry's you can get like captain crunch like your actual american foods the only problem is is that it's it's insanely overpriced i think a pack of oreos is like eight dollars or some shit i remember i remember getting like two or three things when i first moved to the city I got like four or five things and I think it was like $50. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, this is what it's like living in the city. Like, is this is how it's like, like getting normal food. I, I'm better off just ordering food every single, every single night instead. So Morton Williams, I used to go there because it is literally right across the street. Again, that's how, that's how much I prefer Trader Joe's now because Trader Joe's is the furthest of the three places that I've spoken about already. And I like Trader Joe's more, as crazy as that sounds. Like, Morton Williams is one block away from my apartment. I actually pass two more, like, one is right across the street from me. And then I walk, like, I think there's another one five blocks away from me. So there are freaking Morton Williams in the city, but, you know, they up the shit out of the price. Like, a box of goldfish could be, like, $7. Like, something crazy like that. So to me, it's not, it's just not worth it. It's just, you're better off just going to Trader Joe's and getting the better produce there. Now I will put this as an honorable mention because I don't really find this as an option, but it technically is an option, but there is fruit stands that there is one that I, there's two that I walk past all the time by my apartment. I don't go there regularly. I do only go there if there's an emergency in case I want to make something specific for what I'm trying to make, like a smoothie or, you know, I need like tomatoes or something. And I know it's super quick. They actually take Venmo, which is pretty crazy. 
usually it's better off in cash if you you know if you're just buying three bananas for two dollars they're gonna be kind of pissed if they look at you for venmo but i never carry cash so um that's an honorable mention another honorable mention any of the bodegas bodegas buying you there's a billion bodegas a million smoke shops that have for some reason have your necessity or you know variety of groceries that you may need like whether that be milk eggs or things like that but yeah i mean that's 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 kind of your main options for the most part there's nothing really else i can think of because there's no there are no bjs in manhattan there are no Costco's in Manhattan. You could Instacart in Manhattan. I've done that before. Um, obviously, it's it's a little bit expensive, but if you have a BJ's card or a Costco card, you could Instacart. I've done that before, but you know sometimes you kind of like to you like that experience to go and pick out your things and pick out your items. So, um, the the funny part about Trader Joe's, like I said, is nine blocks in an avenue in an avenue away, is that I do have to, you know. No matter how much I pick up, you know, there are no grocery. Sh- I don't I'm not bringing the grocery shop with my the grocery cart with me. Like I have to carry it. All my all my groceries nine blocks in an avenue. So I got to be smart. So be so safe to say I'm not picking up any, you know, big cartons of eggs or, you know, I'm not picking up gallons of milk or anything like that. I'm picking up strictly food and produce that I know is semi light and make sure that I could be able to carry it. So I usually got a backpack and two big, big heavy bags for when I'm grocery shopping, but God damn the whole, the everyone in Midtown East was in Trader Joe's that day on Martin Luther King. Me, I'm probably an idiot for going during that day to begin with, because not only I was off, but parents and their kids were off and they were definitely, I went like in the middle of the day too. I went like two o'clock. So there was definitely like everyone and their mother at Midtown East, um, at that Trader Joe's. So, Obviously, whatever we move on, we live, we keep it pushing. You know, I got, again, I got my stuff, so who cares? But, you know, crushed a good week of meal prep, a lot of chicken, a lot of rice, a lot of broccoli, blah, blah, blah. It was good, though. I enjoyed it. It was tasty. Trader Joe's, again, it's the cheapest option, which is weird. Like, I got a, I got a ton of food for less than $100. Like, I, I didn't, I didn't eat out once. I didn't didn't order food i brought brought food into to work to the office every day i cooked every day you know i didn't spend a lick of lick of dime on on food and you know if you eat out in the city you obviously know that adds up i want to make that make another video on that in terms of that this is strictly just grocery shopping in terms of just like your one of your day-to-day things in the city so that's how that's how it is in the city i actually enjoy it the like i don't again i don't do it a lot but i also would love to you know no free ads i do hello fresh I just started HelloFresh um, over the new year, actually. I, I gave it a go. Um, that's pretty cool. No free ads, though. Um, but HelloFresh, it's like it's one of those things like they don't cook the meal for you. But if you get if you pick a meal, they'll give you the exact ingredients and the exact items that you need to use to make that meal. So it's kind of like and they give you like a pamphlet on like how to cook it. So it's it's like at that point, like if if you're getting that stuff, like how do you not know how to cook? It's just basic. It's just basic directions. But that's what HelloFresh is. Again, no free ads. But I did that. I stopped it. I want. I kind of wanted to reset and kind of cook on my own for a little bit. So yeah. Um. So if you live in the city or if you're visiting the city, and for some reason you're visiting, and for some reason you want to go get groceries, I would power rank one, two, three. Um. 
one Trader Joe's, two Whole Foods, three Morton Williams. Again, the Morton Williams is like they do keep it clean. It's just insanely overpriced. But if you got a hankering for a specific, you know, if you are hankering for, you know, that those Nabisco products or Nesty products or like the specific Oreos, Reese's Puffs or like, you know, things that like, you know, are snacks that you know you will get, you're probably better off going to the bodega instead of the Morton Williams. But Morton Williams is the option. So again, Trader Joe's one, Whole Foods two, Morton Williams three. Honorable mention to the fruit stand guys. Again, I don't know how those guys make a living. I'm sure that food that that food is probably nasty somehow, some way, because they're out there. It's freezing ass cold in the rain right now, and I I I still walk past the guy. Like I don't, they don't. It doesn't look like they cover it up too. So I'm a little bit skeptical about that, but just something to note. So, all right, the clock has hit 1 a.m. in the apartment, but you know I had to get the content now for the people. Hope everyone has a hope everyone crushes it on Friday. Um, enjoy the week. Uh, call your loved ones. Enjoy your life. Um, and yeah, if you're in your twenties, man, just keep crushing your twenties. Just keep crushing life, man. Keep pushing. So. Hope everyone has a great week. Go Giants. Um, shout out to the New York Giants. Shout out to Danny Dimes. Shout out to Saquon Barkley. Shout out to Penn State. Rob, if you're listening. Um, but yeah. All right. Well, hope, again, hope everyone has a great weekend. Let's go Giants. And let's get after it. All right. Peace.